Hey everyone. I know I'm doing um, I'm doing uh, podcasts about kind of the odd things that I've I've seen and had happen to me around North America while I drive a truck. But I wanted to do a podcast about a well, featuring a little novel I wrote in 2014. It was uh, it, it's dragons. It's uh, that's the title of it, and uh, it's a supernatural adventure novel or dark thriller novel some people call them but i call it a supernatural novel and uh it's uh it's my first attempt at them i had a lot of fun writing this and and it it certainly does kind of run the imagination right around the gambit sort of thing and and uh this is going to be the first installment of dragons so i hope you enjoy it anyways Here's uh, here's my novel, Dragons, uh, chapter one, page one. Standing on this cliff overlooking the small Canadian village of Leading Tickles, an idealistic little fishing village sitting on the north-central coast of the island of Newfoundland. The homes of the hard-working fishermen and their families seem to cling to the very rock of the North Atlantic island. As night grew around me, I looked up the stars and wondered how my life had changed so drastically as to find the boy I once was, gone. Lost to the tides of time, the hunter I have become looking for sanctuary in this place. In a church most would never even give a second thought of. A small stone building which sits on one of the holiest sites in the whole of the new world. Before I can tell you about the last two decades of my life, I'll need to tell you about the past, of my family's past, of how I became... A pawn in a game they would happily sacrifice their only son to keep the wealth and power they covet so dearly. My family is an old family. And some people would say, our money is old money. For myself, that saying never held any meaning until I found out about my family's history. And how our wealth came to be. My family started in the north of France at the time. My family wasn't wealthy. At that time, they were so poor, we, they worked land for which belonged to another family. My ancestor had heard his wife's virtue being called into question by this landlord one day. So this ancestor of mine stood in the front of the village square and called this landlord out on all his lies. To save face, the landlord turned and shot my ancestor. And because the landlord was a great benefactor to the church, he was never brought up on any charges. That night he ordered his men to go to my ancestor's house to kill the wife of my of the man and bring the male child to him. He told others he would have the boy child castrated and then sold into slavery as a eunuch. Before his men arrived at the house, the wife of my ancestor ran with her infant son. Before she left, she had taken time to burn the house and barns to the ground. Being a gypsy woman, she laid a curse on the land and then disappeared into the night with her son. She held the baby to her chest as she ran. She lived and raised him to hate the landlord and all he stood for. She watched as the son of the man she loved grew, and by the time the boy reached the age of 13 years, he was taller than she remembered his father being. By the time he was 18 years old, he was twice as strong as his father had ever been, and so much more handsome. Men from her family would come by and teach the boy how to fight with his fists. The other taught the art of sword and axe. 
and through this all she watched her son grow taller and stronger. She took all the forest could provide, and what the rivers gave them. It was a good life. They had a home. It was a series of caves, one behind the other. She had done her best to give him everything she he would need to see him through this life. The older she got, the closer she came to her death. She knew there was one more thing she would need. That her family would need. Her son watched as his mother aged. He knew her life would have been easier if it hadn't been for the landlord. The one who killed his father the day of his birth. The same man who sent his henchman to kill her mother, and as far as he knew, kill him. Or worse. If that hateful man would have left him and his mother alone... Her life would have been easier. The knowledge of how the landlord had never given up on finding his mother to kill, or him, for what the landlord called a life which belonged to him for as payment for his embarrassment, caused a hatred to grow in my ancestor. By the time of his twelfth, twentieth birthday, the hatred had grown and festered inside him to the point where his revenge was all he could think of. It had even invaded his dreams. The mother of my ancestor laid on her deathbed and she knew by the rising of the morning sun, it would be her death. She remembered when the landlord had come to take her son. She knew what he was going to do. Now she remembered when she was a small girl growing in the hills of Romania. Her grandmother told her of a creature that would come to the dying women of their village. If the dying woman called out the right incantation and offered what these creatures needed most... Then they would come and grant the dying what the dying craved most in the world. So that night, by the light of the fading candle, and with what strength she had left in her dying left in her dying heart, the mother called out to these creatures and offered what she had left. Laying on her bed, she watched as the shadows shifted and then seemed to roll around. Something was lurking in the corner of her darkened cave. It stepped out of the shadow. Its head touched the roof of the cave. It looked down on the mother, and something of a smile touched the corners of its mouth. I have heard your call, mother, and I can do whatever you seek. However, I will need payment, the creature said as it stood over the dying woman. The first part of your payment still beats in my chest. The second part of your payment has yet to come, she replied. Looking down, the dragon smiled and nodded. The first part of payment seems a little lacking, but I'm feeling kind this night. About the second part of the payment, what are the terms? The firstborn male child of my son's bloodline to have this mark will be yours at midnight of his 18th birthday. As she spoke, the dying woman held up her hair away from her neck to reveal a birthmark in the shape of a cross behind her right ear. I wish to have every male child who has that mark to be mine on the night of their 18th birthday. It is not much to ask. Not for what I'm about to give you and your family, is it? The dragon looked into her eyes and knew he was going to get what he wanted. The old woman replied, no, not so much. You know what I want, and now you know the payment will be made in the future, so let's be finished. I can feel the light of my life fading. And here is the first payment of your services. As she spoke her final words, the old woman held her robe open to the creature which now stood beside her bed. 
The dragon looked at the frail woman in her shrunken chest. Without saying a word, it plunged the talons of its right hand into her chest and plucked out her still-beating heart. He placed the organ into a golden box and then skulked into the night. That is the way my ancestor found her, his mother. Her chest splayed open with only her heart missing. He knew what had done this. He knew his own mother had called for it and had given herself to it. As he buried his mother, the son's anger and hatred grew even more for the landlord. That night, the dragon paid the son a visit. It explained about his deal his mother made with him. It all explained what would happen if the deal was ever unfulfilled. If ever I do not receive payment, then the head of the family will be taken, and all the family has gained from our intervention will fall away. The family will become that in which it started from. Your mother started this for you and your family. So my taking one every now and then isn't really so bad. When the dragon finished, he turned and walked into the night. The then young man turned and looked back at the caves where his mother had raised him, where she had given her very last breath so he could avenge his father, and the way the landlord had treated her son. He swore a silent vow. He would destroy the landlord and wipe his bloodline from the face of the earth. Now that's the end of chapter one. And I think uh, tomorrow night I'll, I'll do chapter two. And we can see how it goes from there. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the first chapter of the dragons. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Thank you. Bye.